Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello. So today on Joyful Eating, we're going to be talking about why you're not losing weight. Uh, But before we get to that, I thought I'd share the best thing I've eaten recently. And I had made these, um, so every, like, during lockdown, the boys have been homeschooling. I've been making pancakes for them every day. I've got a recipe on my blog uh, for everyday almond pancakes. So it's usually mostly almond meal with a little bit of flour. And that like, the boys love them. They have them with brown sugar or maple syrup. That's great. Uh, but I thought the other night, like I'd make a savory version just for dinner, which was, um, was really fun. And so what I did was, uh, just subbed in instead of flour, I used grated parmesan, finely grated parmesan. So they were like parmesan pancakes. And yeah, they were so good. So we had them with some spiced roast veggies, some cauliflower and carrots. Uh, and I also crumbled some sausage in there and roast that with them and just flavored it with some cumin seeds. And then so we had the the pancakes with the roast veg and sausage on top and then some yogurt as the sauce, like just some Greek, homemade Greek yogurt. And uh, some coriander, cilantro, and it was so amazing. So today we're going to be talking about why you're not losing weight. And so the plan is I'll talk about, just share the story behind how I discovered the reason why, and then we'll talk about how to solve for the reasons. And I'll sh- actually share an example from one of my clients in the Naturally Healthy Club, because I thought that's a really good example. And she has like her reasons are fairly common. And then I'll share a key takeaway about how you can actually apply this idea into your life. So I thought I'd start the story about behind this with a quote. From, it's one of my favorite quotes of all time from Henry Ford. So if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right either way. And it really highlights the importance of mindset and your thoughts into the results that you're going to get. And I guess the story behind how I discovered this was really working with a business coach a couple of years ago. And she kept bringing it back to like your mindset and your beliefs. She was like, everything comes back to your thoughts and your beliefs. And at the time, it took me a long time to learn this lesson. But it's funny because if I look back now in my business, like first couple of years, it had good growth and then it had plateaued. And, you know, I kept doing new courses and reading your book and I try implement the ideas in the book. And, and I kept trying all these different things and none of them would, like I'd get a little bit of a success, but none of them would really work to really change the business and grow it in the way that I wanted to. And it wasn't until I actually worked with this business coach and started doing some work on changing my beliefs and my thoughts and my my self-concept, like how I was seeing myself. And once I changed my self-concept, just because I was seeing myself as and thinking about myself as someone who was struggling in, in business, who wasn't good at sales and all those sorts of thoughts. And when I started to, to be more intentional about how I saw myself and how I want and thinking about how I wanted to see myself where I wanted to be in the future rather than looking into my past for my self-concept, that changed everything. And it's mad. Like it's kind of like night and day, like just everything in my business is so easy now and it just, it, it all works. So I'm telling you this story because that lesson for me about changing my self-concept in business was the foundation. And that's how I figured out we need to apply this to any change that we want to make. We have to change how we see ourselves and change our self-concept in order to actually change 
whatever it is we want to change. So change my business first. And then I applied it to my health. I applied it to my relationships. I've applied it to at the moment I'm doing some work on productivity and my and my, and my relationship with time. And it's just, it, it's mad. It just keeps working and keeps working. Um, and of course I've, I've tried it. You know, when I discovered this, I you know, just had to try it with my clients as well. And it's really fascinating. The ones that get the quickest change and the quickest transformations are the ones who focus on this work the most. And when I'm working with someone and they really get that this is the reason, it's not how many carbs they're eating or the calories or density of their food. It's really their self-concept and how they see themselves and their mindset. When they get that and they start working on that, like that's when everything changes for them. So so I'm excited to share this with you now so that you can do it yourself. So what we want to do is, of course, like, you know, we all have this list of reasons of why we can't lose weight or in my case in business, you know, why I wasn't making money. <laughs> and so what we want to do first is just uncover these beliefs that we have. And actually, it sounds really mystical, but it's actually really easy. All you need to do is just like spend five minutes, get a pen, get a notebook at the top, write the question, you know, why aren't I already whatever it is you want to be. So why aren't I already naturally healthy or why aren't I already at my ideal weight? And then just free write for five minutes, 10 minutes, like don't censor it. Just let the, the thoughts come out of like, what are all the reasons why? And your brain will have lots of them. So choose like two or three that have like the most emotional charge for you, like which ones feel really true. <laughs> and then we want to question those beliefs and create a like what I call a belief plan. So actually coming up with some alternate thoughts that you could think instead of these old beliefs that you want to start thinking on purpose. And then you practice those new thoughts and you you practice those new thoughts and you practice those new thoughts. Sometimes you'll, there'll be an action that you can do with it, but often it's just reprogramming those old thoughts that aren't helping you and inserting new thoughts. And over time, like the new thoughts will become part of your new thinking. And before you know it, like your self-concept will change and you'll actually be getting the results that you've been wanting. So you'll, you'll be getting to your ideal weight. Like it's really mad how this works. So let's look at the example that I had from one of my clients. So she wrote, the reasons I'm still overweight are, I come from a very fat family. So my mom, my grandma, and even my dad were all fat. Then her next one was, I love food and eat too much. I overindulge. Um, the next one was, I find it hard to stay disciplined for too long. I start up well and then peter out and go back to old habits. Like I'm menopausal. So no matter what I do, it's harder. My metabolism sleeps, seems to have slowed down. Is it my stress and cortisol levels or my hormones? Is it a set point that each year seems to get bigger? It's all the fat cells. Um, and then another thought she had was like, I say I want to do something and then I don't follow through. And then the last one that she had was, I'm doing everything right and it's not working. So let's go through each of these and see, like, of course, if you're thinking, yep, I come from a very fat family, my mom, my grandma, my dad, we're all fat. Like that may be true, but if you keep thinking about that, that's not questioning that. Like it doesn't feel very inspiring. Hey, it's kind of like, yep, I'm kind of stuck with this. So what we want to do here is come up with a new thought that is still kind of still believable, but is going to just redirect your attention away from that, that family history. So for example, i a thought that you could come up with would be, you know, I don't have to be the same as my family. Like just because they were doesn't mean that I have to follow in the, their footsteps. And that can be enough. 
Okay. So then the next one was like, I love food and eat too much or I overindulge. There's a few, I had had a few ideas for thoughts that you could practice instead of that. Because if you just say, I love food too much and I overindulge, like that's, again, it may be true that you love food, but if that's all you're thinking about, like that doesn't inspire you to be different because it's kind of implying that if you're going to do anything differently, that you're going to have to, you're going to miss out on loving food. And so a thought that you might want to have instead is that, you know, I can enjoy my food and eat till I'm satisfied and lose weight or enjoyment of food comes from quality, not quantity. So or another thought that might be helpful here is, you know, I don't have to give up anything to be healthy. It's possible for me to listen to my body and enjoy my food. Like any of those thoughts, like choosing one or two of those will, is, you know, if you, if you think that, if you think like, um, you know, I don't have to give up anything to be healthy, that's much more motivating than I love food and I eat too much, isn't it? So I just wanted you to see how the different thoughts make you feel a different way and then they will actually drive you to have different actions and that will give you different results. Uh, so then her other one was, you know, I find it hard to stay disciplined for too long. I start up well and then peter back to old habits. So a thought that you might want to have here is, you know, I actually don't need discipline I'm forming new sustainable habits and just focusing on, yes, I'm forming new sustainable habits and telling yourself that and telling yourself that rather than going back to this old story about how you're not disciplined. The next one was that group of thoughts around menopause and her metabolism slowing down and is it a set point in her fat cells? And all those thoughts are really like, you know, they're kind of excuses of why. And when you think about them, it's like, oh, that's out of my control. And that, you know, isn't very motivating for you to to make any changes. So instead, I think a thought that can be really helpful if you have those types of beliefs is, you know, I'm taking, I can take responsibility for my health, right? I can take responsibility for everything I put in my mouth, like whatever it is, but just reminding yourself that you actually are responsible and you do have control. You do have the ability to influence what's going on with your weight and your health. Uh, Then we have the one around you know, I say I want to do something and don't follow through. So the thought that you might want to have there is, you know, I'm learning to trust myself or I want to trust myself. Because when you think about, I don't follow through, like that doesn't make you feel very good. Whereas if you think I want to trust myself, that's inspiring. And it's just directing your brain into the future of how you want to be in the future. When I was going through this with my client, we had decided on an action there for her to, that we had a a lesson, it's a lesson in the group on self-trust and how to develop self-trust. So I actually had, you know, we made a note that she was going to go back and revisit that, that lesson as well. Okay. And then the last one there was around, you know, I'm doing everything right and it's not working. And that's like, I'm doing everything right. It's not working is such a destructive thought because if it's not working, you're not doing everything right. Okay. So so by telling yourself I'm doing everything right and it's not working, it just gives you no option and it just takes away all your power. Like, you, you know, you're kind of there like, you know, this helpless blob. <laughs> so that that thought, we want to just let that thought go. Whenever you think, you know, I'm doing everything right and it's not working, like just let it go because it doesn't help you. Instead, you want to be directing your brain to, don't make yourself wrong for having these thoughts, by the way. Like you just, you know, it's okay to have them, but just when they come up, just go, no, that's actually not helpful. Instead, I want to think and then direct your brain to the your intentional thoughts. An intentional thought here could be, I'm learning what works for me 
or a thought around you know, achieving my goals is in my control. And and then the action I gave for my client and this one was I've, there's a I've got a list of reasons why the weight our weight fluctuates in um, the naturally healthy club group. So I've got her to review that list. So she was reminding herself of like yeah these are the causes and effects of these are the causes that you know what causes weight to go up and down. So that she was learning and seeing that she actually did have control. Okay, so that is a lot, I know, but that's exactly the process that you want to go through with each of your beliefs is coming up with a new thought to think on purpose and then just setting some side, aside some time every day to be practicing these new thoughts. And, you know, I put them on post-its, I put them on, I set reminders on my phone, I have some time every day where I do my daily practice and I write out my goals and I also have like some new thoughts that I'm working on for myself. So, I actually write them out every day, but the more you practice these thoughts and the more that you you let go of the old thoughts, the easier it is going to be to get the change and get the result that you want and to you know get to that place with food where you want to be. So the key takeaway from today is if you're not losing weight, it always comes back to your thoughts and beliefs. So it always comes back to your mindset. And I can't stress it, and it, this applies for any change that you want to make, whether that's you know, your relationship with time, whether that's your productivity, whether it's your you know, your, your money, relationship with money. If you're not getting the result you want, you always want to investigate, okay, what are the thoughts? What's my mindset? And you know, how am I seeing myself, my self-concept? If you want lasting change, you have to uncover these beliefs and you have to change your self-concept. Like you have to change how you see yourself because otherwise you'll like, you know, you, you you probably have experienced this yourself. Like if you don't change your self-concept, if you see yourself as someone who's struggling with their weight or someone who's always going to be fat, you can actually go on a diet. You can actually lose the weight. But because you haven't changed your self-concept, you still see it as a struggle. Something When something happens, then the weight will come back on because you still identify with that person who struggles. I can't stress this enough. I'm going on and on. But yeah, like it, it's really important to do the deeper work and change how you see yourself. And I guess the other thing I wanted to say in this takeaway is like it is possible for you. Like this may sound like a lot, but it really is possible. And it, it's not as hard as you think. And the other great thing is like you don't have to do this on your own. So um, if you want some help to apply this and change your self-concept like for good around food and having a healthy relation to be, being someone who's naturally healthy and has that healthy relationship with food, then I, I really would love to have you in my group coaching program, which is called the Naturally Healthy Club. So we enroll twice a year. We work together for six months and the details for the next enrollment period are on my blog, which is Stone Soup. So if you Google stone stone and soup, stone soup, um, so stone is in rock and soup is in a bowl of, there's a coaching page. So just go to that and you'll find it. And in the show notes, I'll include the recipe for my um, everyday almond pancakes as well, which I started talking about. So have a great week and I will catch you next time. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.